Thank you for joining with us for another episode of Morning Briefings here on the Pipeline Intercession for the President and on our podcast. If you have any dreams that you have about the office of the president, please send them to pip at christiancentershreveport.com. We're so thankful that you all have joined in with us on this prayer journey, and we look forward to standing with you not only today, but in the days ahead. So with that, we'll go ahead and join today's broadcast as we talk about the news and stand on the wall for this nation and the office of the president. Good morning, good morning, everyone. Zach Arsketting coming to you live from North Carolina. And today we want to look at revealing what is hidden and what has been holding us back in these past seasons um, and, and just some things that may may not be aware of um, um, and can be holding us back from what the Lord has called us to do. <clears throat> and because sometimes, you know, we get caught up with life and we, we sometimes are distracted and not able to see uh, what the enemy has been doing right before us. And, and it's good to always rely upon the Lord who knows exactly what's happening so that he can reveal to us what has been occurring. And we want to build off of this idea here <clears throat> found in scripture that we see in Ezekiel 28. And I want to pull this up to read this passage here because it really gives a, a good foundation for us to really understand. And I'm going to start in Ezekiel 28 verse 11 and um, go through verse 19. As we see here, he says, Moreover, the word of the Lord came to me, uh, Ezekiel, son of man, raise a lamentation over the king of Tyre and say to him, Thus says the Lord, you were the signet of perfection, full of wisdom and perfect in beauty. You were in Eden in the garden of God. Every precious stone was your covering. Sardis, lop, to, topaz, and diamond, beryl, onyx, and jasper, sapphire, emerald, and carbuncle, and crafted in gold were your settings and your engravings. On the day that you were created, Aided. They were prepared. You were anointed guardian cherub. I placed you. And jump there for a second. Okay. Where were we? And I placed you there. You were on the holy mountain of God. You walked in the midst of the stones of fire. You were blameless in your ways. From the day you were created until unrighteousness was found in you. By the abundance of your trade, you were internally filled with violence, and you sinned. Therefore, and you see this, this drastic change here of, okay, hey, I created you this, but when I look inside of you, this, and he's obviously speaking to the king of Tyre. He says, by the abundance of your trade, you were internally filled with violence, and you sinned. Therefore, I have cast you as profane from the mountain of God, and I have destroyed you, O covering cherub, from the midst of your stones of fire. Your heart was lifted up because of your beauty. You corrupted your wisdom by reason of your splendor. I cast you to the ground. I put you before kings that they may see you. By the multitude of your iniquities, in the unrighteousness of your trade, you profaned your sanctuaries. Therefore, I have brought brought fire from the midst of you. It has consumed you, and I have turned you to ashes on the earth in the eyes of all who see you. 
All who know you among the peoples are appalled at you. You have become terrified, and you will cease to be forever. And it's we see here, through this prophecy that Ezekiel is giving to the king, of what the Lord created him, and then because of some hidden things in his heart, it turned him. And the prayer point for this is to ask the Lord to allow you and I, us individuals, to see the invisible behind the invisible, those things we're dealing with, those things we're unaware of, that are hidden within the deep, deep deepness of your of our hearts that only the Lord can can reveal to us. Sometimes maybe even hidden from ourselves. And ultimately to ask the Lord for understanding about the enemy's characteristics so that you can discern how he might be working in your life to deceive you. And I don't think anybody wants to intentionally be deceived. But at times there we are human, we are flawed. The enemy is able to, because of some blindness in our in our lives that we need to deal with, and that's why that's why it's it's imperative for us to humbly come before the Lord in this season when yes, we sometimes feel like we have the answers, but in reality is is going back to some other prayer points we've had, is that sometimes we just have to submit ourselves to the Lord because only He has the answers. And when we think and it's going on right now in a lot of scenarios on the right and the left here in America politically is that you have those who think they have all the answers, but in reality God says, no, 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 here, here's the answer. Let's let's stay down this road. Let's stay down this path um, and, and deal with these biblical foundations and walk these out because at the end of the day is is there's a lot of people who think they have the answers for a lot of stuff and in reality the only answer and how it'll come about is for a great awakening and an outpouring of the holy spirit upon this nation and and sometimes we want to look towards seasons pasts and look at the revivals and all that of, and it's it's great to take that as a testimony but in the reality of how it's going to look in the future I think it's yet to be determined because we haven't faced as many, or I wouldn't say, we haven't faced the same type of dynamic as we have today because we're living in a new age. And so with this foundation, we just want to rely upon the Lord to reveal what has been holding us back. And hopefully, <laughs> hopefully we can do that before um Things have to get worse. Now, if it has to get worse, unfortunately, that's the hand that we're dealt and we have to deal with that. Now, there are quite a few good things that are starting to come out in the news. And I want to focus more domestically today because there's a lot of things that have come out that I think are just, it's enough to focus and pray on the day with this administration. And the first thing I want to talk about and bring up is the fact that the DOJ is now bringing to the forefront the fact that they are charging 14 or 13 people, excuse me, for being caught in a Chinese espionage operation, some to get former Chinese citizens to go back to China, some to get trade secrets and national secrets back to China in some form or fashion. 
And the this is a good thing, <laughs> to say the least. But the question, really big question is, how much deeper does this go? You know, how, this is thing, something has been hidden for quite some time. And President Trump, that obviously, you know, China, 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 was his focus. And now you have people starting to wake up. They're not fully there yet, but they are starting to wake up to the realities of, and, and this goes in line with Chuck's word, from the 80s, well before I was born, <laughs> that if we weren't careful, China would take over, be the world power by 2026. That's three years away. Um, and, and so I think this is a, is this a little too little too late? Only God knows the answer to that, but I think this is a step in the right direction. And, and the reason I want to point it out is because we... Not only as Americans, but as believers, um, hopefully can see these type of moves and understand that, okay, it's not just a, a world economic issue that China becomes a world leader. It's the idea that let's look at what's happening to the church within China and and even just religion in and of itself within China is that it's being shut down on its multiple forms because leaders who want to control in whatever form fascism socialism communism they shut out religion the german church they 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 you stick you know hitler's response to the german church was you stick to the church i'll stick to the people to basically the rest of the country. And and where we're at is we're being told, and some pastors have gone forward with that to a degree, and even during COVID, we're happy to not say anything that would cause any backlash. But yet, freedoms were lost. They were able to say, try to say, that churches were not necessarily essential, and that, they couldn't meet at a time when when people needed some hope in a season that was dark for them and and still is to this day unfortunately and so we're realizing the realities of who china is and the fact that they're operating and have assets operating in the united states underneath the nose some believed to be within the government on the right and the left. <clears throat> and so we have a lot to be fully made aware of there. And so it's a good thing that, you know, the DOJ found these assets and and brought up espionage. And hopefully they can look further into this um, to bring about what is there, to reveal what has been hidden in the past seasons and even in the seasons ahead and expose it and, and hopefully expose um, what else they might try to be doing involved in all of this. And even even going back to the, the social media company, TikTok, of Trump warmed about them, wanted to shut them out. And yet here you are seeing those same things Trump was saying of they're tracking you, they're getting all this data, 
et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And now people are just hand over fist, you know, kids using it, et cetera, stuff like this. No problems whatsoever. Um, just interesting to see all that. So something to be full aware of. Good that the, the DOJ is doing that. And hopefully pray that they continue to do so. More so in exposing uh, what's been going on behind closed doors. Now, something the president said a couple of days ago. Um, number one, want to be fully aware of it, repent of it, and pray for parents um, in the days ahead. So a, there was a recent interview with um, a a transgender girl who was really a man um, and Biden came out and said along these lines that it's immoral and outrageous for states to ban transgender treatment now the question is based upon what morality and what state of mind are you talking about because morals only come from the father in heaven Gender only comes from the Father in heaven. Sex, however you want to put it. And he said, I don't think any state or anybody should have the right to do that as a moral question. As a legal question, I just think it's wrong. I just think, based upon no grounds. This is the President of the United States saying this. This is quite alarming to hear this come from him. Going on further, he says... Sometimes they try to block you from being able to access certain medicines, being able to access certain procedures. Uh, no state should be able to do that, in my view. Yes, for a minor. Yes. Yes. And the question, or, or the idea is, look, if they want to do it as an adult, that's totally on them. But as minors, they're not fully cognitive of doing it. Then there's a whole other, you know, gender um, dysphoria and, and realizing the problems that be there. Um, and so this is a president of the United States who says that I think it's immoral that some states are blocking this. Basically, um, number one, making sure parents are involved in this decision. And then number two, protecting children from themselves uh, because they're children. And, and so <clears throat> let's not forget two years ago, these some of these kids were eating Tide Pods. And then now all of a sudden we want to let them mutilate themselves um, vote and do a whole bunch of things. And so we want to repent for these statements made by this administration um, and made by this president, sitting president of the United States, to go forward with this and pray for parents to just rise up and to not give up on this this battle of the minds uh, over their children and, and more so battle for their children. It started with the going back to the 80s of whether parents have the right to, to simply be able to be involved in the child's education. And now it's morphed and dwindled its way all the way down to not just whether they should be able to get vaccines or certain jabs um, without the parents' consent. But it's now to the point, point of um, making sure that boys stay in boys' bathrooms and girls stay in girls' bathrooms. And now that they are able to keep their own God-given body parts uh, and not have to be chemically, chemically castrated or, and or medically castrated because somebody feels 
within their own mind that it's right based upon their idea of their sense of morality. And and this goes back to the scripture here in Ezekiel where he, he points out that, um, you know, when I revealed and I open up who you are, I, internally you're filled with violence and you sinned. If we talked about yesterday in First Corinthians 13 of the love. Is, is, is it love to stay silent in this season or is it time to speak out? And, and speak truth with gra- with grace to the realities of what is going on. And I think parents are waking up to this, but this is the reality of what our president is saying and, and why we, we need to repent for these stances, uh, like in Daniel, of repenting for the, the sins of the nation and, and our leader of the United States is saying these things, and that's quite concerning. Now, we also talked about this yesterday, the fact that the U.S. is at a 25 days left of diesel supply. And the reason I want to point that out is because the White House and economic advisors and energy advisors are meeting, starting to meet together because they're realizing their plan um, could potentially cause more harm uh, than good to the overall economy. Obviously, they have their agenda to continue to rise, have n- energy prices rise to the point to where it makes it um, convenient for everybody just to shift over in their eyes to green new energy type stuff, uh, which not to get into that. The reality is is they're making decisions and, and we're heading into winter. And what's we're finding out is that in the Northeast and in states where they're going to need to be able to heat their homes in the winter, where they're going to need, uh, whether it be natural gas, oil, um, form of energy to be able to heat their homes, that they're starting to ration in the United States. They're starting to ration oil. This isn't Ukraine. This isn't Germany. This isn't the UK. This isn't Europe. This is here in the United States that people are starting to ration propane, natural gas, oil, whatever they're using to heat their homes in the coming season. They're talking about the price um, jumping uh, over the past year twofold, where last year it was... um, the price for wholesale cost of gasoline for heating oil was $2.46. Now it's $4.09 compared to a year ago. And yet Biden is bragging about the fact that gas is, is decreasing over the last week by like 4 or $0.05, cents, which you go back two, three weeks ago, it's increased um, $0.20, $0.30. Cents. And, and, and yet we're having to ration here in America where we have enough oil to supply our needs for the next couple hundred, several years, hundred years. And so we bring this out because for the simple fact of, number one, pray for this administration as they have these meetings um, with their energy, energy sector to do. Hopefully there's somebody there who, look, the, the, this, this, their plan isn't working. It's hurting the American people. Um, and pray that people are aware and, and, and awakened to this stuff and see that, look, it could get worse. 
they could drain it to zero and really, you know, shut down the economy, make it even worse. And that would just be disastrous for everyone involved. So hopefully people can can become aware of this, wake up, see the realities of what is happening right before their very eyes, and understand that they have a decision now, as, especially now, this week, especially as more states start having early voting in heading into the midterms. So it's a it's it's a good thing to see have these things reveal themselves now people need to be aware of it and understand the realities and they fortunately are as you know <laughs> Matthew you said it the other day it's the economy stupid like uh, this is what people tend to focus on and and unfortunately that's the sad reality that we're in now next one to continue following the story of the student loan forgiveness um, court battle that states are in with the administration and the Supreme Court and, and the Eighth Circuit Court of Appeals. So we we learned last week there was that judge in Missouri who put the ban, um, prevented the ban from going in place, a temporary hold. Then the Eighth Circuit said on Friday, no, we're going to put this in place until we actually decide. And over the weekend, the Biden administration says, well, to heck with that. We're going to go ahead and move forward with this, accept applications, and start forgiving people their loans. Which is just a complete overstep of the legal system. Number one is there's questions of whether it's actually legal for them to do it. Then they were told by a a a court that they were required to put a hold and not go forward with this action they're intentionally ignoring that and moving forward and doing it anyway this is who is sitting in our our white house in this administration and then this particular um scenario um education secretary miguel cardonas is just going to completely ignore this like this is utterly astonishing and and hopefully we want to continue to pray for this golden court case here that the court rules based upon the constitution and understanding that the president and the administration does not have the authority to do it pray pray for the judges who hear the case the lawyers who are arguing the case to have the proper argument because this could be detrimental to everyday Americans. And and uh, I read an article this morning that talked about how, you know, this only helps the coffers of the, the private colleges who have their um, endowment funds because they, they get off scot-free. Um, if, if the loans that people have going to them, um, they don't have, these kids don't have to pay it back, then these, these private colleges can just charge more and, and any college can charge more. And so it, it doesn't hurt, it doesn't help the poor, it hurts the poor. Um, and they are everyday Americans and ultimately just helps those who Biden says he doesn't want to help, which is quite interesting. Um, just baffling um moving on we're seeing now more polls we talked a little bit about it yesterday but i wanted to give this specific example that the trafalgar daily wire poll showing in georgia that um warnock 
uh, and Abrams are really losing ground in the days ahead as Brian Kemp and Herschel Walker are really starting to show um, a closer and closer margin. And as you get closer to the midterms, it's quite interesting, um, but also shows that, look, the there are people waking up for these realities uh, of what's going on. And in the case of um, Herschel Walker, this this uh, argument, these allegations, we talked about it a couple weeks ago, uh, of this woman, uh, this allegation that he paid for a woman's abortion, is people aren't buying this. And, and when you have local politicians in Georgia who are, would want to seem advantageous towards them they're walking away from this allegation knowing that you know it's one of those october surprises something that's hard to really truly find out and they're walking away from it and so he's kind of capitalized off of this and, and really showing that look that's kind of uh, just a made-up allegation um now am i saying that's true or not I, I don't know but it's just really convenient that they would bring that up at the last second and what's interesting is that the the race is getting closer and closer. Before, where there was a, a, a small lead from um, Warnock and Abrams, that lead is starting to dwindle. And so as uh, early voting has started, we'll see what's happening there. And then in early voting, we're seeing in... This is just one example. I wanted to point this out. It is in New York, a judge yesterday came out and said that it's uh, unconstitutional just to allow anyone and everyone to request an absentee ballot. And it deals with, in, in this case, in New York, the then governor, former governor Andrew Cuomo, uh, signed a legislation basically to redefine the term uh, a definition of illness, which included someone concerned about catching or spreading the coronavirus. Uh, this is a prime example of tyrannical overreach and using it. And then the, the um, judge in the Saratoga, Saratoga County Supreme Court, uh, Diane Freestone, stated uh, that the legislature had had exceeded the authority of the New York State Constitution and how they expanded the definition of illness. And she further wrote that the expanded definition essentially permits any voter to qualify for an absentee ballot and that it violates the spirit of absentee um, voting and that in an Orwellian perpetual state of health emergencies and cloaked in the veneer of voter enfranchisement, that this could be used to continue to expand uh, the absentee voting presence within the New York State election law. And so she's saying now any more of the mail-out ballots that have been sent out if they're sent back in, we have they have to hold them off to the side, and then they'll decide to do with them as they're counting or after. It's not necessarily sure from my understanding of what's going to happen, but what we do see is that the decision could lead to the overturning of a state law that blocks people from changing their mail-in uh, votes by showing up to cast in-person ballots on election day. And, and so there are currently still out 427,000 ballots. Only 108 have been returned, so there's still 316 remaining. 
and um, that could increase with people changing their decisions and, and et cetera and stuff like that. So um, a good thing here to see that the overreach that happened during COVID is being pulled back now in the season ahead. And then um, last thing, last story is that these test scores that have shown up from students um, and kids since the pandemic have shown that in certain areas, um, the states who stayed open, uh, kids are not showing that harmful of effects, especially the schools. And where the schools stayed closed, unfortunately, the kids were more harmed. If there was distance learning, that was the huge problem. And you're seeing educators and teachers unions kind of try to push back against this and, and just push fear upon parents for their decision of keeping closed schools uh really shut down and keep distance learning from happening and and the positive thing out of this is showing that parents and obviously virginia is a big example that parents have the right to number one stand up for their child's education over what teachers unions think because um, even in in most states parents have a more of a right than teachers unions the teachers unions can try to do whatever they want but in reality is parent has more of a right than anybody involved with the child as they have the right to advocate for them and and the the benefit of a test like this and and results like this is to show that number one where parents rose up and you had politicians who defended their right to rise up and to get their kids to go back into school. Their children were fine. Kids can be resilient, yes, but it is a long, hard journey back for these kids who fell behind within the past season. And so we want to continue to pray for these parents to have the wisdom. Um, and if you guys remember, there was a dream Regis Richards had, Pastor Regis Richards had, about how this was before the election that it was when president trump was in office and the representation in the dream was that the mother ivanka in this case uh, eventually at first didn't want to be involved with the children in the school but eventually came around to being involved in it and and it was just she represented the mothers of this nation, of the young, the next generation. And it's showing now, especially with what happened in Virginia, and it's happening all throughout the country, that parents are rising up. And as they're rising up, not only are they helping get their children educated, they're protecting their children from the very thing that President Biden said was immoral, which is very problematic. Uh, hearing from the president of the United States and so we just want to continue to praise parents for standing up and it's not it's not Christian parents it's just parents because they don't want this insanity uh, coming into their children's lives and they want them to continue to hold their innocence and it's it's, it's a blessing to see that uh, even from everyday people who aren't really that engaged with things that are going on and so um let's continue to pray for them 
to continue to stand on the wall as the elections come closer and closer and pray for people to have peace to just make it through these next couple weeks um, and to be able to hear the Lord as they cast their votes for this midterm elections. So with that, I'll close out today. Don't forget we have our noon prayer at Christian Center Shreveport for those in the area or online, wherever you guys may be joining us across this great land. And we will see you guys tomorrow. Have a good one.